Welcome to the We Done It podcast. We are here to educate you, even though we're not really all that educated. We're just a couple of married women. Married to each other. And we're just trying to figure out this whole podcast thing. Because I think a lot of you told us we should. And I mean, if you're anything like Lucy, you're going to listen to this on two times speed. And if you are anything like Kelsey, you don't even know that you can change the speed of a podcast. So whether you are driving or taking your dog for a walk, maybe you're doing your dishes or crushing a workout or you're getting after that to-do list, don't worry, we got you. And we love your stinking guts. Welcome back. Hi. Hi. Hello. We love you guys. Ni hao. <laughs> Hola. Wow. Bonjour. This is going to be Hi. your language 101 class with Kelsey and Lucy. Just kidding. That was the end of it. I was like... I thought you were going to keep going. Oh, I can... No. <laughs> you were going strong. Yeah, because it wasn't expected. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Okay. I have a question. Yeah. How's your week, Dal? It's been great. It's a Wednesday. It feels like a Friday. Okay, so like, what's going on, Dal? Like, don't over-glamorize it. How's your week going? Like, it's what's going on? amazing. Okay, uh, well, what's, tell me about well, it. Well, I don't know what you want to hear. I want to know how your week is going. The week is great. We just went out. I'm going to just go from backwards from here. We went out for an amazing chicken, fried chicken dinner <laughs> before this. You, it turns out, don't even really like fried chicken. It's good, but I don't understand why I need to go to a restaurant that only really serves fried chicken. I'm like, this is... Oh. Not it's like jam. speaking my language. Yeah, it was anyway, delish, but I'm... Um, it yeah. was snow... I feel like it's been snow days the last three days, so I haven't uh, gone and, and put pants on and, and gone to the office. I've been working from home, which has been amazing. We have been cleaning up around the house and going to bed pretty early because it what? gets... You... Okay. Sorry. You asked I'm, I'm sensitive about the going to bed. Okay, early. well, it gets dark at like 4.30, so it feels late. And so, yeah, I just feel like it's been a pretty good week so far overall, though. Great, and I feel like I'm having the, the same week. However, when I go to bed early mm-hmm. with you, I lay there for like four hours. Yeah, unfortunately, and you're in back. in between those four hours, I've gotten up and eaten scrambled eggs like twice. Guys, she got into bed last <laughs> night, and we're like lying there talking about whatever you talk about before you go to sleep. And I'm looking at her, and I hear and feel her stomach make this noise, and I'm like, in my head, I'm like, she's going to get up. And then she goes, I just have to get up and eat. I've got four minutes and 32 seconds. And she bolts out of the room. Next thing I hear eggs cracking. (laughs) (laughs) I said I had five minutes. And when I ran out of the bedroom at like 1120 or something. No, it was 1117. (laughs) I was like, um, okay. I got five minutes, which means I should be back at this time. And I had been gone. It took me seven minutes to make two I had three scrambled eggs and a piece of toast. I so I made it all yep. and ate it in seven minutes and was back in bed under my weighted blanket and I mean I didn't fall asleep but I wasn't hungry anymore. Yeah. So <laughs> how's your week going? I think is the real question. <laughs> I think you gotta tell us something. You're not I'm sleeping, doll. I'm not sleeping very well. Oh, it's gonna be just fine. Thanks. Life will be okay. Yeah, that's like when you tell me that exercise is fun. I'm like. Oh. <laughs> You don't have to have. You don't have to necessarily think it's fun, but it's definitely good for you. No, sleep is better <laughs> for me, and if I'm gonna have sleep or exercise, I might as well sleep. Oh, hundred percent. But no. I believe tonight is your night. We're gonna put all the things. We're gonna have the yeah. air diffuser going. We are going to have some essential oil rubs going on with coconut oil. We are going to have the weighted blanket. We're gonna have that weird thing that you put sometimes on your phone that makes the noise. It's gonna be great. It's a calming app. Yeah. Yeah. But it's nice to know that you've just told everyone that I am going to get 
a diffuser and essential oil massage and all these things. I said so. nothing about a massage. You did. You said a rub. <laughs> I'm kidding. I got you, boo. Uh, what are we talking about today? Uh, well, I guess we could just dive right into the fact that you are horrendous to travel with. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. I didn't know that was what we were talking about. Oh, that's true. Oh. Yeah. By the end of the topic, people will understand you have been horrendous, but we're not here to talk about how horrendous you are. It's all, it's like we thought it was over, and it turns out the debacle, I spoke to three different countries' high commissions today. Like, that's what I spent my time doing. Because we are talking about visas. <laughs> visas. And not in the sense of, like, a visa or a MasterCard, no. but, like, actually the visa, which means you can enter a country that is not the country of... Where you are where a citizen. Like, you're a citizen. Yeah. And... Turns out you can't just go wherever you want in the world. Yeah, and sometimes I'm on the fence about it because I'm like, if you would just let me go where I wanted to go at the ease of what I wanted because I'm a good person, I'm like, that just makes sense. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? For me to move to any country, let me go there, give me a visa, let me work, blah, 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 blah. I'll pay taxes, I'll do all (laughs) these things. Like, it's great. But I think they make it very difficult because there's some pretty crazy people in the world. So then I'm also on that side of the fence where I'm like, thank you, Canada, for making the process of... Oh my God. Staying in the country is so hard because we're else who like you yeah, never knows. know, right? Like it's so so. I'm glad that we have the system. However, we got caught up in the system, <laughs> and, it, and it was awful. It was horrible, yeah. guys. So it was if years. You're looking to immigrate to Canada, um, have fun. Yeah, good luck. We can answer some of your questions, but I could probably answer most of them. Yeah, you would... uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean. You, Everyone has a different story. Totally. And, and you like would think they're Australian, Can- Canadian, like, England, like, you know, Commonwealth countries. You would think that this is going to be easy. You'd think it's, like, something that should just, you know, we all speak English. We all have very similar culture. Why can we not just move freely amongst these countries is my biggest question. But, like, when you're trying to stay here and when you're trying to immigrate here, that's, like, not a question you can even begin to ask. You have to go through all of the loops that they need you to go through. Right. So what was your first experience in getting a visa? Like when did you, what was your first one you ever got? My first ever one was a J1 and then a B1, B2. And those two were for the United States. And I actually worked like with a company that did it through all like the summer camps and stuff. So I didn't actually like fill out really any paperwork. They just told me exactly what to do. And then you got the visa you needed for that specific Yeah, for that role. So, like, the J1 was, you know, for a certain time to, like, work. And then the B1, B2 was, like, the travel thing. The second you stopped working, you instantly entered onto this, like, travel one so they could, I don't know, track what you're doing and make sure you don't work anymore. Yeah, okay. So then that's America. It was actually great. You didn't end up living in America. Well, yeah, the reason I came to Canada was because... Oh, yeah, because your visas ran out. out. So I got a bunch of B1, B2. Actually, I had a five-year B1, B2 travel visa, but then there was not enough um, different visas that I could get to work so I, I got other ones after that and then I basically just like capped myself out they said I like how they're like you can travel for five years yeah but you can't work and it's like how is anyone gonna travel for five years if they can't work like, exactly like, who are who are we coming especially <laughs> in America it's like yeah I'm a foreigner coming to America and you give me five years to travel but don't expect me to ever make a dime yeah so That's confusing we were like <laughs> what are we supposed to do you could either work illegally which is definitely not something that I wanted to do because it's like you can get in a lot of trouble and then that can like ruin the rest of your traveling career and so I was like traveling career <laughs> <laughs> and uh oh, God. so I was like, well, well, I was with a bunch of friends at the time, and we all were in the same situation. Our visas ran out, and we're like... All Australians? Yeah. Or like, so you're all... From different places in Australia, but all Aussies. Yeah. Um, and we were like, 
what's this Canada place? Like, they look like they're going to give us a visa. That's not true. You knew so much about Canada before coming here. Not really. You knew about Jamaica. We have a bobsled team. Yes, I didn't even know that was in Calgary. Oh, um, damn, doll. I know. You're embarrassing yourself. It was, I didn't I know much about... I was giving you extra points right there. I didn't know much about Canada, to be honest. I was like, oh my gosh, they live in igloos. Stereotypical Aussie. You, oh yeah, and you probably didn't pack toothpaste because you thought the bears were going to Yeah, get no oh, way. Honey. And so... <laughs> I thought everything was just snow and ice and fun times, and but we were like, hey, yeah, and then a- you came here and it was snow and ice. <laughs> yeah, and so, your fingers got oh my god, m- so, like, frozen. so frozen, and you couldn't pay for your bus because your fingers were so. Yeah, frozen. I started crying on the bus <laughs> at, the, Whistler. at the door because I couldn't pay him and I couldn't speak because my mouth was frozen, and he just like <laughs> stared at me and I just burst into tears. He's like, oh, <laughs> he's like freaking Aussie, get on the bus. Um, so yeah, we were all in like Seattle or San Fran or something like that, close to the border, and we were like, okay, well. Well, let's just try and go up to Canada and get these visas and that actually worked out really well we got working right. holiday so, visas no problem and would you say that it's the same thing because for me it's like I had a visa in Australia but then it's like I could go to New Zealand and mm-hmm. that's a totally different thing so for you it's like your work visa in Australia and your travel visa wasn't serving you it's like so United States was then out of option for you so you like had to leave and find a new place yeah. to like locate to yeah like we were right? looking like, at pubs in, in mind, london like, when you're traveling doing those sorts of things it's like okay i can no longer actually stay in america yeah. because of a visa i my destination is now canada and this is where i'm set up yeah and to be fair if i probably if i really wanted to stay there and like establish my life there i probably could have applied for yeah, some absolutely. sort of other visa um but, just wasn't but you. no not like for working holidays and things like that like i was done all the kind of easy visas to get and so it was like okay canada will take us and then we went up to whistler and that was a fun time. That was a fun time. So entering Canada as an Australian, you flew in? Uh, we caught the matters. bus. What? We caught the Greyhound bus. <laughs> so old school. We had I don't a, even know if you can do that anymore. We caught the Greyhound bus all across the States for months. It was the best. Okay, so you're on a Greyhound bus. You have a <laughs> uh, a work visa, travel visa for Canada the first time you came here. Um, I think just travel because like, I was coming to check it out. Like you have to. I've never gotten a visa. I know that I had like the letter that says basically like this is your proof of working holiday visa being approved. When you show this to the border, they'll they'll like give you the actual visa itself. And so then they go and like print it off for you. Yeah, and like stamp it to your passport. Yeah, you apply for everything online. Great, and they say you got it, and then you get it when you get there. That's that. Yeah. And two years? What do you like? What what does that look they like? They do two year working holidays. At a two time. year working holidays, and from your understanding, at this age, again, we're very confused when you came to Canada, so we'll never know, <laughs> but I'm going to say you were maybe like 22, 23. Yeah. And was there a cap on um, Canadian visas and those sorts of things? Like, can you only stay until you're 30? Because yeah. for me, going to Australia, I can travel freely and do these sorts of things under certain requirements, but only if I'm yeah. under the age of 30. The working holiday was till you're 30, so I knew that I had like a like bunch eight of years. years. And yeah. you also, from my understanding, could have a two-year working visa, and then when that is up, apply for another two-year working yeah. visa, get it accepted, as long as you go on like a hashtag visa yeah. and like fly to Vegas or something. So we would fly to Vegas. And then come back into your, into Canada yeah. on a new visa, which is exactly the same as one that exact you just same had. Exact same visa. You just to like do this weird... Okay. You had to get out of the country for like X amount of hours. So we would all go down to Vegas. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, why don't we talk about that? Because that doesn't sound awful. It was the best. Yeah. Um, but we were only allowed, then we have to get travel Esther waivers for the States. So you'd get this like travel visa. You'd go down to the States. Hey, why are you here? Oh, just need to renew my visa in Canada. So I need somewhere to go for yeah. four days. And yeah, we'd all fly down to Vegas. 
Everyone would do visa runs. Some people would actually make like runs from Whistler in like a bus and they'd take all the Aussies to the border and sit them out there for a few days and then bring yeah, them back. Yeah, sometimes you just go like in a busload and stay over there for one night and then I'll drive back. It's yeah, like, like oh this craziness. So you'd have to leave and come back and then you'd get your new visa and then they you wouldn't hear from anything. So yeah, we're good for another two years yep. just regardless. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> because I know you in that time... Were you only crossing in and out of the border on your visa runs, or were you, like, traveling as much as you do now? Like, uh, did you... In Whistler, I wasn't traveling, no. I was just doing visa runs, I think. That is a thing. Yeah. So, it's when you met me that you became a little bit crazy. What? Crazy? Crazy because you have this visa. It and, like, changed. I, I know, and I don't know how to segue from, like, it being this simple, renewable... It changed. They visa, changed the blah, blah, laws. Blah. I don't know why you're looking at me like that. <laughs> I didn't. I'm not crazy. You were yelling at me with your eyeballs. <laughs> they they ch- changed the laws. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I know. Okay. Yeah, so it wasn't me. I thought I was going to be honky-dory. Yeah, and then you meet me and you're like, I'm going to try and travel a lot and you should come with me. It'll be awful. <laughs> well, I see how this To is. be fair, I knew travel was never necessarily That's easy. You flew home for your brother's wedding. How was that? Uh, I think it was fine. What? Like, fine. I th- I think, probably not, but I block a lot of it out of my memory. Well, then, so why did you tell me every time we flew somewhere that you're an awful person to be on an airport <laughs> with? It's like, every time I go, I get stopped. It's like, well, that was just since you met me? Well, no. It's just like, it's never a walkthrough easy thing that, like, everyone else experiences. But... I don't know. If it's, yeah, so I always have a walkthrough easy experience at the airport. I don't know. Other than that guy the last time. He hated you. Yeah, he also made like a... Well, he... I was... I am half deaf. So I'm like, I can't hear the guy. He was rude. He was rude. Mm-hmm. Oh, you can't hear me? I'm like, actually, no. I, I, mm-hmm. Yeah, that yeah, was the one time they were nice yeah, to I me. I had one really hard time and you had a great time. Okay, so we're lovey-dovey. We're dating. Yes. And five months into dating, and let's agree that at this point you're on still a two-year travel visa. I was on a working holiday still, yeah, yeah. in Calgary. Okay, so then we go to Portugal, and <laughs> what did you bring with you? What do you mean? Well, you were obviously, you did just tell me before we got oh, on the binder. like, I brought my binder, so <laughs> it, uh, it wasn't easy. Why'd you bring a binder? What was in your binder? Was it a blue folder? <laughs> it was. What? It was a blue binder, and it had all my, like, immigration documents. So... Okay, so then if you weren't worried, why were you bringing... Like, why did you bring that all with you? To get back into Canada, it was never necessarily, like, an easy, easy time. They'd always ask for, like, lots of documentation. Because if you're coming back and, like, staying for quite a period of time, they want to make sure like how much money you have, how long are you staying, what are you doing for work, how, where are you living? They, they want to know all of that, because if they're letting me back into their country, it's like they don't actually know what I've gone and done in this time that I've been away. Yeah. They want to make sure that... I'm not just coming back in to like mooch the system, I guess. But so it, it was like, I don't know. It's just like and never. Do you write all this yourself, or does your boss say, "Hey, like I employ Lucy Dunn"? Yeah, I had letters like, so had, like that. You had a lot of things like so. It, Bank accounts. Was, yeah. Yeah. Um, like all my documents from like correspondence with like immigration stuff, all my backup documents for Australia, like passport, birth certificate, photocopy, like all that stuff, criminal record checks. Like you bring it all because you never know. Huh. <laughs> They would ask me, like, if I was a criminal, and I'd say, no. They'd say, do you have a criminal record check? I'd be like, no, because I'm not a criminal. Like, I and would I, just not even know. And I probably could have, you know, done it a few times and, and gotten back in without all this stuff. But when they asked to see it and I would have I it, it would help. I have it. It's like, holy cow, now I'm screwed. Exactly. So I always just had that stuff with me. Okay. And now the moment we've all been waiting for. <laughs> the Canadian 
government Change decided that the about like two probably two and a half years ago the law changed and you were no longer allowed to get another visa yeah. so the visa you were on was going to be your last one yes and speaking as of right now you're still only 28 that was two and a half years ago so you were like 26 yeah 26. i was thinking that i was so like you're like i have another four years in this country with this girl of my dreams <laughs> i will be married by then so it's fine no we wouldn't because you wanted a nine-year <laughs> dating and a 14-year proposal and a... but yeah like i wasn't it wasn't even on my radar to do anything different because i was like i got years left on this right okay and this did not just affect you because i know there is a lot of australians living in canada um you guys somehow all find each other too when you move to a city and like, wow, I just have a club of Australians. And I'm like, holy, wow. So it didn't just happen to you, but this law changed. They now say whatever visa you're on, you're done. Yeah. Um, and basically at that point, you are deported. Like you, you must leave. Yeah. Oh yeah. Your visa's so done. So for you, this is very stressful because you're in a committed relationship. You understand that this is probably what you want to do for the rest of your life. All these things. Mm-hmm. Some people are like, oh, okay, cool. I'll like, I'm moving back to Australia. No yeah. big deal. Like it probably didn't affect everyone in the sense of like the stress level. Mm-hmm. But, like, well, and I had been here like? for a long time too. Yeah, like, already... Some people had just gone there. They're on their first visa. So like they don't necessarily have a life or established themselves here with, you know, all the things. And so it's like some people it didn't impact that much. Other people that are coming in brand new, like, they oh, cool. knew from the get go. So like I can understand those people. I still personally think the people on these visas should have been like grandfathered into the old rule. But it's like whatever, you can't argue it. So they changed it, and then everyone was like, okay, what do we do now? And some people started applying for like residency and trying to do things for them to stay. Some of them were successful because it's all on this point system. Um, that we just won't even get into because it's very complicated. But if you qualified for that, you were pretty much in six months able to like get residency and stay. At a hefty fee. Yes. For other people <laughs> that don't qualify, like myself, uh, it's like, figure it out. What are you going to do? So do you get a workplace to sponsor you? And went down that route because I was working for a company who was like, we want to keep her here no matter what. And so we went to see a lawyer. Yeah, your boss who was like high up in the world is like I'll come to a lawyer like you went to a lawyer together for yeah. them to sponsor you and they basically said no chance like, at this point it's not going to help her case I'm sorry yeah they were like if you're a doctor if you're a lawyer if you're an engineer absolutely if you're project management no there's like a other company there's like, other Canadians that will do that job will do that job exactly and your boss was like I'm willing to even like he went as far as to say like he was going to post a job yeah. and interview for the next five months to prove that actually no one could do yes. the job like we got to this point where like fake hiring people almost yeah. and i mean like he would have i guess yeah do you know what i mean we're not trying to scam the system but it's like no i actually don't think someone else can do her job and the government was like eh, sorry yeah she's out exactly so that was unfortunate and then i was like well, no well we-, we didn't even get there because i think i distinctively remember <laughs> and you're never gonna let me forget it but we had a conversation and the couch was on the wall where the the couch was on the wall? <laughs> <laughs> no, pushed up against the wall. You know, like, I'm only telling oh. you this and anyone who's been in our house. But, like, you walk in the door and that wall that you look at now that has all the pictures on it. Yeah. Our couch was against that wall. Yeah. And we were laying down with our head closest to the window. And yeah. this is when this conversation happened. I remember it because I've never been able to live it down. <laughs> and what happened, doll? So I think, actually, you were crying a lot. I think I was crying. I, yeah. Because I was really Not worried. Not necessarily even that specific day, but like about this whole thing. Like it really actually disturbed oh, me. Oh, it was keeping you. me up at night because I didn't have any options at this point. Like I knew that I had explored all my options. I'd applied for this residency thing. I'd got the all the stuff back in the mail saying declined. I'd gone with my boss. 
no, that's not going to work. I'd explored all these avenues and I'm like, I'm done. Like, this is my time up in Canada. And <laughs> crying on the So couch. I'm so sad. And I'm talking to Kelsey about it, who's my girlfriend of like a few months. And No, no, no. <laughs> I'm pretty sure at this point it was like at least a year. Really? Okay. Well, I was like, not sure. And I know that she's already worked in Australia. So she, there's no chance that oh, we yeah, could Oh yeah, that just... was the other thing is because I, and we'll get there to that point, but I've already worked in Australia and I'm out of the system already. Like the yes. same thing happened to me, but so I can go as a visitor, but I'll never be able to work there. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, well, that would be the next obviously option is we go to Oz together and, and well not that this conversation well it's true we talked about all of that but what you're mad at me about yes is the cuddling on the couch and none of those options even came up in the conversation, the conversation no I know but like I'm giving people the backstory but of they like... think that we've talked about this this whole time but it's not no I'm so confused right Listen, now like, let's just start laying on the couch we're laying on the couch <laughs> and you're kind of crying we're kind of cuddling and I'm like and Kelsey wants to go through the options. I, she wants to lay out yeah. our options as a couple, what we do from here. Very factual. I'm like, okay, you have a problem. Here are our options. Let's talk about them. And she looks at me and she says, number one, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> I look at her and just burst into tears. She like tears. burst into tears and I was like... That is an option. I'm like, that's not an option for I was me. Like, well, it's kind of an option. She's like, it's not for me, okay. And I was like, okay, but it still is an option. I don't even think we got to option two. No, because you just started crying. You were like, you don't love me. And I was why like, why don't you want to? Why are we done? What the fuck? Well, because this paperwork is proving like we're gonna live in different countries. And at this point, we weren't engaged. We weren't nothing. We were just like kind of dating. And I yeah. was like, you want me to what? <laughs> And then, and then I did the what? I did everything. Yeah, you. we're like, okay, now what are our other options? Let's get married is what we even said. I think that was our next option because that's what people do. Yeah, <laughs> so like, we'll just get married and you can stay in the country. And I'm, oh, you know, the, the, you know what's really funny is you were going to marry your best friend who was a guy. <laughs> but you're super gay. He's super gay. Yeah. And you're both, everyone knows you're super gay, yet you were going to lie to the government and marry yeah. each other. And we I figured was that like, wasn't a good idea. This is so bad. And in the end, I'm still not in the relationship anyway, because yeah. you can't lie to the government and then have me as like your side hustle. Yes. Like, that doesn't work. And then what I distinctly <laughs> remember is after the whole option one, we're done scenario, we were at our friend's house, who she is an Australian, uh, married to a Canadian. Oh, yeah, we are. And there was a guy there. No idea who you are, sir. You were very kind and you were fixing a... You were fixing Terry's wheelchair wheelchair. um, tire on the floor. And he was an Aussie, right? Uh, Yep. Or from... Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, he was. And he was talking about, like, sponsoring and, like, you need to get on this right away and you can't dick around. Freaking you out. Like, started, like, doing this stuff, like, telling me these facts, but also being like, this needs to happen now. How long have you got left? And blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, my God, what the hell? And so, Veronica, our friend who is Australian, put she's like, you need a lawyer. And I was like, we cannot afford afford an immigration lawyer. Like, that's not something that, like, we're just going to have to figure out something else. We'll go to the UK. We'll get visas. We'll just figure life out. And then, um, so she has, she's like, I'll put you in touch with the lawyer that I used see what happens they got married and she was able to stay here because of that with working with the lawyer and so i'm like well we're not married and she's like just talk to him so next yeah here i am 
not option one is not available anymore because we're not done and i'm like oh she's like we are getting married and i was like oh and then option three was we're not getting married but we're getting a lawyer and we're basically getting married and I was like, oh, okay. so we found out that because we've been living together for long enough to be considered common law Kelsey could sponsor me to stay here. And what that means is that she... Without having to be married. Yes, without having to be married. They treat it sort of similar rules to marriage, but you don't actually have to physically have a marriage license and things like that. And so on a common law sponsorship, the Canadian in this situation would take full responsibility for the person sponsoring. So what that means is like if I, you know, go on (laughs) and get unemployed and and rack up debt or something like that or owe money to the government. Gets deported. Guess who has to deal with Yeah. Kelsey's basically... Also, we've already talked about debt. That episode has already been here. And this crossed my mind. I was like, who is this girl? And she's going to leave me with her debt. Yeah, and I'm like, she has that stupid car. And even if she gets deported and this doesn't work, guess whose car that is if I sign this piece of paper? I hate that car. So, yeah, we are, like, trying to figure uh, something so out. I'm responsible for you now. And all of a sudden, yeah, Kelsey's sponsoring <laughs> me. I'm going to stay here. Life is all going to be good. And then I can't really remember. I know that we had, like, a big long list of now, like, our life was immigration stuff with the lawyer, but I can't really remember. Like, the rest kind of turns into a blur for me. It turns into a blur because have to actually do a lot of work Mm -hmm. you have to go for a medical you have to pass an english test you have to do all these things as an australian and you're like what on earth like when i witnessed you like going through all this i was like okay so if you're immigrating from like the philippines and english Mm -hmm. is not your oh my gosh first language and all this kind of stuff i would maybe understand that i'm not saying you have to speak english but like to understand english enough but like english is my first language english speaking country i didn't even get 100 percent on the score (laughs) i know because also it's stupid it is stupid i wouldn't get 100 percent on it and i'm from canada yeah and they ask you questions about canada that i don't even know the answer yeah like about the money and like the currency and when stuff was invented and things like that and And i'm just like the national anthem and this and that and i'm like oh i don't even know like you are now probably a better canadian than i am based solely on the fact that you had to learn all this yeah so they put you through the absolute ringer on all this stuff and i think the other thing that just to add on to it was that it's very like not unpredictable but like working with a lawyer was like amazing but all of a sudden it would say okay lucy this has come back stage two you've now got three days to book this and and get this over and it's like what like you're always kind of in this waiting game but then the second something gets released the turnaround times are crazy so you've got to like race across to a different city sometimes and like book an appointment there with the only person that can do it and you pay through the roof for everything because it's all right, this like so, system yeah. yeah so like did you it, try to do it i tried to do I it by myself understand. we did try to do it by yourself yeah didn't we? and, and then, then got... we ran into all these things of like you need to send back page 47 of yeah. the 19th document and we didn't have time at that point and so yeah so that's where i'm going with this is i think we did get a lawyer mm-hmm. strictly again for the amount of work and yes it was nice that he was like hey, we got a message back from so-and-so, you need to fax this by tomorrow, here's your letter that you need to send, just change it to your name, blah, blah. Like, it was so helpful for him to do that for us, but I think um, in our situation specifically, it it came down to a time thing. Yeah, well, because, like, by the time you mail this huge application thing to them, that took, you know, a few weeks for them to actually get to it and then process it, and then there was, you know, one thing wrong on it, so they send the whole thing back. back. Whereas he kind of knows the right people Right, exactly the right envelope at the right time oh like, yeah okay, this is what he does all day every day so he was like very helpful yeah. um but at the same time it comes with a huge price tag and it was like well this is our option right now so 
So did we have to prove our relationship? <laughs> I actually and like you. I think you need to tell this side of it too, with like the amount of things that we prove to them. Because for me, answering emails, sending documents, finding mm-hmm. proof, all of those things, and making sure it gets to the right person at the right time, and sending photos, like none of that is within like my yeah. wheelhouse of skills at all. So I think for me, my story is like, yeah, it was a lot of fucking work. But yeah. I mean, like, it was actually probably a lot of fucking work. Well, it was, I remember this one time sitting down with you and we're sitting in the office and we're making this timeline and we had to, um, oh, who were the people? Why were we mentioning friends' names? Because we had to. For what though? To prove that if they got contacted, they would know when we met. When we met them and yes. Okay. So we're doing this timeline thing and we're like, when was the first time we met these two friends? And we're like, it was that night and we're texting them and being like, do you remember when you first met Kelsey? And then they would be like, it was this night. And then we get into this argument of like all this stuff. And we're like, okay, well, if Immigration Canada asks, this is the night we're going with. Because we can't actually remember if it was that night or the night before. And so we were like putting out this timeline of these years and then trying to like link it all back. And then we were using, thank goodness for Facebook. Facebook. Oh my gosh. Cause it had all the dates on everything. And it was like, this is when we went for dinner. Yeah, it was like, it was June 16th of 2015. (laughs) I'm like, oh my God, thank you. Because the government needs to know this. So we had to prove screenshots of everything. Yeah. And like even a picture of like you and my mom and me and someone in Waterton. It was Mm -hmm. like, who is in that picture? Where were you? What did you eat? Yeah. What were you doing? If I contacted all these people, they say that they were actually there. Yeah. Um, how do you know these? Like, do you know what I mean? And it's like, that is my mother. Yeah, it was. But it was just like, so. It was awful, really. Well, yeah, because we're like trying to still also be in a relationship at the same time. And like your life kind of gets like. Turned into paperwork. Yeah. And I don't like paperwork. I don't <laughs> like work. I'm Neither like, of us are good at paperwork. I'm more better with paperwork than computer work. But I mean, yeah. like. Just, like, staying on task? That's not good for yeah. me. Yeah. So it... And we got our photos out, and we're saving pictures, <laughs> and they want, like, love letters that we've sent to each other. So we got out, like, our love letters from, like, the first week of dating, <laughs> being like, you're the most beautiful. I'm never I know, I'm you. sending this to the lawyer, and then he calls me the next day. He's like, okay, well, I got all your love And I'm like, oh, my God, this is so embarrassing, because they're like, like well, hi, well, honey, like, last night. Yeah, we sent a massive envelope <laughs> of all these, like, love letters and birthday cards and, like concert tickets and yeah. like everything we had done or like even my grandma so my grandma would like um address well i don't know how i'm trying to say this like address like a christmas card kelsey and lucy christmas 2017 <laughs> and it's like i had to send that damn thing to the government to say that my <laughs> grandmother actually does know who lucy is yeah. and has acknowledged her in a holiday card and <laughs> here's my grandma's phone number if you want to call her <laughs> and i'm like my grandma doesn't want anything to do with the government she's not answering your phone calls no. oh she wrote a she letter but if she didn't you wouldn't have been sponsored exactly That's the other part of it so i'm like freaking out on my grandma and i'm like grandma i need you to write a letter saying when you met lucy what you think mm-hmm. of her what you think of our relationship blah di da di da da she's come to christmas she's had sleepovers in your house what kind of pajamas also, she wears they also want to know exactly where you've lived every address for like the last 10 years and it's like we had like pages and pages of pages i'm like we've both moved around a lot oh, like yeah, they wanted and that's the stupid part <laughs> i'm so mad about it too because once it became a kelsey sponsoring lucy situation now i'm the target yeah they didn't care about me anymore yeah they were like oh, okay so no one cares about lucy anymore what's this kelsey girl up to where yeah. she live what how, how much money does she have <laughs> when, when did she buy her you're car? like just still stashing like, it under your mattress being I'm, like stay away from my money government <laughs> yeah like what do you want from me like this oh. <laughs> okay let's be honest though 
you have to admit that if we switched or if you were ever in my position, mm-hmm. that's exhausting and super hard oh, and yeah. a lot to ask. And I remember actually crying like months later and I was like, I can't believe I just did that. And not because I don't love you and not because I whatever, but it's like to sign on that. Mm-hmm. And I remember you brought home the paperwork that was like the official we're going to like he's done 19 months of work so far, basically, it felt yeah. like. And on that last day we were signing and you like brought this envelope home and like put it on the paper. And you're like, can you sign this? And I signed it. And I was like, what? And you're like, that just made it official. And I was like, <laughs> what? That was the moment. And that was the moment that I became solely responsible for you. Yeah. And like we weren't engaged. We weren't. We weren't nothing. We yeah. were just dating and all of a sudden because you were going to get <laughs> deported, I was your last option. And at this point... I was your last option. Absolutely. And at this point, it was getting down <laughs> to the wire. Again. Say that again. What? Not the absolutely part. Say the... Just think. What thing? That I was your last option. I'm not going to... Say what is it! this weirder thing right now that you're doing? Being because like, I control you. <laughs> What do you want me to say, doll? I want you to say you were my last option. You so I were took my it. last option, and I took it. We were not done. Yeah, you were going to get deported if I didn't. Kate. And you were like, we can't not be together. You have to do this. What do you want right now? <laughs> like a medal? I just want you. A trophy? <laughs> no. But also, we were getting. I just maybe a thank you. Thank you so. I have thanked you a million times over with my daily love and affection. Yeah, but never just maybe by saying thank you for everything oh. that you've done. Thank you for absolutely everything that you've done. And keeping me in this country. And keeping me in this country. And if it wasn't for you, I would not be half the person I am. No, I'm not saying that. <laughs> Why not? Nice try. You have me in trance. Like, what's that Mufasa guy? No. No. Sharofa? What? Sharif. What? Off uh, Aladdin. Oh, I my have God. I no idea. You know What is Aladdin. the guy with the cane that has the snake eyes in it? Cousin Courtney will know. I know. Shafasna, I want to say. <laughs> I think that's a yoga. Mufasa is Lion King. Oh my God, what's his name? I don't know. I didn't even Someone know. Someone is yelling it right now. I know, you're all yelling it. Someone is yelling it. It's oh, going to come keep through. Keep yelling it. Hold on. Keep yelling it. And what you should probably do is if you know it, just find a meme on the internet <laughs> and tag us in it because no, she's Googling it now. <laughs> keep, Honey. Uh, keep going. I don't know what he's. I don't know. Is. But all I know is that you just said thank you. I love you so much. Aww. And you're welcome for going... Jafar! Ah, Jafar! <laughs> really? <laughs> Mufasa. <laughs> Shabasna. Jafar. I was close. Um, okay, so, like, let's... What else do you want to talk about? Like, traveling with me? Because I got my permanent residency fast forward, signed on the dotted lines. I am now here to stay. What is up? But then we Please went on some again. trips. To- <laughs> Please don't do that again. You sponsored this. This is sexy body. <laughs> I don't know. Um, well, I was just thinking that we should maybe talk about like some of the travel stuff. Yeah, we absolutely should. So, but okay. Uh, I remember I was at work one day and we had to. Okay, no, backpedal a little <laughs> bit. We signed on the dotted line. Mm-hmm. We sent it over to our lawyer who is in Edmonton. We've never met the guy. We've only talked to him on no. the phone. And we sent it in, and he was like, "Great, now just wait." Oh, yeah, and my visa was up. And your visa had I had a bridging expired. visa. So then what happened is, it was October. I was on that bridging visa, and that was the decision. Oh, my God, yes. So from October to, and it didn't go through until July. Yeah. Because July is when I came home from work. And yeah. It was like this, something. Yeah. Okay, so in October, your visa was up, and I was like, shit, she's getting deported. But then, because you were already in the process, blah, 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 yeah, blah. Yeah, you got me this bridging yeah. visa. 
which made it so you could still work and do all these things and that you were on. And stay until they reach a decision. they reach a decision and the answer is no, you have like 24 hours. Yeah, you're done. So we're sitting in this like limbo for a very long time of are we going to come home, look in the mailbox, and there's going to be a brown envelope because everyone from the government envelopes you something in a brown envelope. <laughs> and do we need to go now? Yeah. Like, I think we even got to the point where I was like, should we pack a bag? To be ready. Should you have something organized so that if you get that letter in the mail, Mm -hmm. that you know you can just go to the airport tomorrow because, like, that's legitimate. And then I'm going to have to find a roommate. And we, like, (laughs) we had a a plan for, like, if We did. We had, like, an emergency. bad. Yeah. Right? So we waited and we waited and we waited. And I think that act of like coming home and looking in the mailbox oh. after every day of work it's horrible is, it was horrible because you were expecting i don't know if i was expecting bad news but i was expecting news that was going to dramatically change my life and i didn't know what way it was going to go and then all of a sudden i don't know if you came home or i came home or we came home at the same time but there was a brown envelope in the mail and we got to stay yay and we celebrated what did we do we where did we go? Where did we go? I think we went to that place just here near uh, the really salty place where you fell asleep on the table. <laughs> Cleaver. No, that was not the place. <laughs> the place, it made my lips so puffy because everything was so salty. It was like double smoked and double salted everything. And then Kelsey got the biggest belly egg and plopped down asleep on the table and with her pants undone and we had to leave the restaurant like halfway through our meal. <laughs> oh, the joys of hanging out with me that happened uh we celebrated life was great i got off work one day um and we went down to the harry hayes building right which Um, is going to be different in every city well yeah we had to make that big appointment remember because we got all dressed up and you make that final appointment oh my god because yeah and then they decide right there right there you get like the it's nearly approved Here's your last interview. Yeah. So it wasn't even, it was like an exciting fancy. piece of mail, but it wasn't like a yes, you've done That's like the letter that you so take. So we brought everything. Yeah. Everything, like backpacks and backpacks, and we've memorized <laughs> what color each other's toothbrushes are because we had been told from other people who had been through this process yeah. that at the end they might bring you into two different they rooms. They separate It's like you. that game show that they talk about, and it's like, hey, what would your husband say? Is Like, do you know what I mean? They yeah. ask these questions, and then you hold up an answer. It was like that's what we had been told Happens. What happened yeah. for the fact of you living here or not. And I was yeah. like, this seems really dumb, but I need to know the color of your toothbrush. And I remember we made so many jokes because I was like, if you don't know the answer, just say blue. Yeah. What that was our default. Blue. What's your favorite color? Blue. blue. <laughs> what color are her favorite socks? Blue. <laughs> what color was her first car? <laughs> what color are her mother's eyes? Blue. Yeah, everything was everything blue. Everything was just blue. And then we've, we've panicked. We've stressed. We've memorized. We're asking each other questions in this room. And we're maybe like the fourth people in line. And then all of a sudden, all these families just keep like piling (laughs) into this immigration room. With their kids. And and they're getting pulled into interview rooms with like the mom goes and then the dad goes and then the mom and the kids go. And we're watching this all happen being like, oh my God. And then I remember that lady, she called us up to the little front window like you would, you know, at a concert or something or something. Yeah. Like you go to a box office and you gotta like talk through that little tiny hole. (laughs) They're just like looking at each other yeah. with their hands really, you know, it's yeah, super Yeah, it's that, that little thing that they talk right into. Sitting on her desk and she's like, Liz, you're done. And I was like, oh my God, you're 
There we go. <laughs> anyway, she was the sweetest lady, and I thought she was kidding. She just started making small talk with us. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, she's got her stamp out. She's hum, bump, bump, stamping, hitting things on the I'm table. I'm like looking at Kelsey, looking at the stamps. I'm like, what we're the not fuck talking is she doing? because I'm terrified. Yeah. I'm terrified because no one else has gone to this window. Everyone gets an interview, and now we're going to the mysterious window down the hall. And I'm like, oh, for God's sake, what is happening? <laughs> and yeah, she just like started stamping stuff, and we were like, oh, okay, cool. This is just the next step before the interview. Yeah. Right? And then she handed it. She's like, congratulations on your residency. And I was like, oh, wait, what? And we went and, like, hugged that Mountie police person. Yeah, yeah. And, like, took a photo with the emblem thing. And yeah. I was just like, woohoo! Let's yeah. go commit some crimes! No. <laughs> Let's go rack up some debt! <laughs> no, don't. Don't do that to me. I'm kidding. So we got it. Life yeah. is great. You no longer have to leave. You have <sighs> residency for five years. Amazing. Out of your five years... Like, are there rules on I have that? to do two years. Because uh, you don't just get to stay for five years and just do whatever you want. And then I have to renew, too. So then there's this whole other thing that after your residency, you know, you have to renew it all the time. So you have to always be proving stuff. And I haven't heard of many things going wrong with that. But it's it's a lot of paperwork again. And making sure that you, you know, are keeping up to whatever they want you to keep up to so you can hold your residency status. But you have to, out of the five years, live in Canada for two um, to make sure that it stays. So... Fun times, wasn't it? Fun times. Fun times. And you want to know what's more fun? What? Traveling with me. And how you are... What did I call you in the beginning of this? Um... A disaster? Maybe. A no, nightmare. you were not a disaster, but you're a disaster to travel with. Yeah, horrendous, I think you said. I don't know what I said, but I think it wasn't nice. Bit. No. But neither was traveling with you for a while, so why don't you it's... lead us off in some of the stupid things that have happened? It's still not nice. It's still not nice, <laughs> and every time we go, she's like, I don't need... I <laughs> Don't worry, babe. I don't need this visa. I don't need this one. I just need this, this, and this. I Googled it. Trust I me. I show up with like cute and little fanny pack. And I have all pack. the things that I need, and don't worry, I don't need an S. My passport is like looks like the Bible. Like it's so thick and has all these paperwork like things. stamped into it. And sometimes we cross the border and there's all these pieces of paper in it. And then the border man yells at us because why do you have so much paper in here? And I was like, your guide left it in there last right? time. You take your own you damn paper. You stapled it into my passport. You stapled it and now you're mad that it's stapled. <laughs> oh my god. So it, yeah, it's huge. And so should we talk about like traveling? Yeah, I mean, I think, the border or I think the Air Force, because we've had some pretty... We've had some fun times. I don't know. I think these are, like, your stories to tell. About, you want to talk about the border? The American border? Yeah, because I um, have grown up with this family, best friends, love mm. them, and they have a cabin um, on the lake in Montana. So yeah. I go down there all the time. Crossing the border for me is, like, no big deal. My it's like driving through McDonald's. long-haul truck driver. So as a kid, like... Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Every year of my life, we got to take off like three and a half weeks of school and drive down to Texas mm-hmm. with my dad, crossing borders left, right, and center. You know, like as a trucker too, you have like all this paperwork, so you go into the customs and you do, the, and you get questioned all the time, and it doesn't stress me out. I'm like, what do you want from me? Let's go. <laughs> like, not at all, right? But yeah. like, oh me, I have my binder. <laughs> yeah, she's like, this isn't going to be very good. Well, I didn't say it was not going to be very good, but I'm like, we'll probably get asked a bunch of questions, and so. Pretty much, like... Just imagine my life. Not only have I had to sponsor her, but now when I travel with her, I have to just be prepared. Yeah, everything's, like, a long... Like, you need a few extra hours on top of everything. So, in a summary, like, the the driving across the border I don't think is too bad. They definitely get me out of the car every time. I, for whatever reason, always have to pay something, even though I've already applied for it and, like, paid for what it. What we have learned is you only ever pay $7, doll, and I think <laughs> it's a different fee for 
crossing by land. Right. And like I keep have, buying this air one. You buy the air one so we can drive across the border. And they're like, oh, Lucy, you don't have the correct documentation. And I'm like, I forget to apply for it. I'd like you to come inside. And she was like, well, what do you mean I don't have it? I have it. They're like, see you inside, ma'am. And then they fingerprint you and I scan you and do all these crazy things. Yeah, and I'm standing there really biting my tongue because I want to be like, don't worry, officer. I tried to tell her. <laughs> So, and so like, I'm kind of on his, until he's an asshole to you, and I'm like, don't talk to my wife like that, I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> but, when he's being nice to you about the stuff you should have remembered, I'm for sure I try my damnedest. Every time you forget, though, so I don't think you're trying hard enough. I really try, and it says that it's valid for, like, such a long time that I'm like, how is it up? Like, I've got, like, 30 of these things, and it tells me <laughs> that it's still valid, and then sometimes I go on the website and try to apply for it again, and it's like... You don't you need to. One. You have one. So I'm like, thank you. And then I get there and they're like, where's this? I'm like, well, I applied for it and said I had one. And then they're yelling at me because it's... like, well, you should have still gotten one. Yeah, I'm like, oh, like, oh for this, God's this sake. This is a lot. And so... So driving... The, the driving is fine. It's funny. The it's thing, funny, though, too, because, like, I'm right there. Where sometimes yes. when things go bad at, the, like, at an airport... Okay, so the we, airport... Like, go to our different windows and I'm like, I may never see you again. But in the car, I'm, like, stuck with you. I'm like, yeah. I'm with her. The funny thing about the <laughs> airport thing is I somehow forget... That sometimes when you're going to an end destination, you are going to transit through another country or city or something where obviously you have to comply with their visa rules. Because it's like, you don't think, right? Like if you go in Mexico, you are flying and landing in Denver for an hour sometimes, and then you're going to Mexico. Well, shoot, you need a visa. For... I think about the fact that I'm going to Denver. I don't. And then I'm going to Mexico. And you're like, hey, I'm off to Mexico. I'm like, Mexico bitches, pina colada. <laughs> yeah, like you're loving it. But like you understand for you going to America, that's like the hardest thing for some reason. Yeah, I don't know. Me yeah. and the States just never get along. Yeah. I've given that country more money in visas than I can even like that I even made in my whole life probably. So I'm in debt to the States. Um, just kidding, honey. Don't. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> but um, really what I do is there's this little tiny computer and it is off to the side of where you would check in with to get your ba- uh, baggage tag. And it's my least favorite thing in the whole wide world because they send you over there and they say, ma'am, you need to apply for your ESTA waiver and it's going to take at least 24 to 48 hours to be approved and it's going to cost $14. And if you don't get approved, you're going to miss your flight. And I'm just like, oh. <laughs> and you're like, what can you do for me? And you're like, the quickest thing I can do for you is for you to go over and use that computer. Yeah, I'm like, oh my God. So you're like, I, my flight leaves in five minutes. I always end up on this damn computer. And Okay, so let's just, let's cut back and you can tell the story because this happened where we going to is this the real story this is the real story no you're making it sound like hypothetically this oh has no happened. these are this has happened multiple times we go to the airport lucy and i are this is flying. when i had my residency though so i was so cocky she was in my face about all the other embarrassing moments that we've had at airports she was like yeah well this time i'm a resident so i'm i'm a resident <laughs> and i was like yeah okay and i don't get into it because it's not my problem i'm a canadian resident <laughs> I'm a citizen. I can fly wherever the damn hell I want. And I turn into one of those freaky panic people. At She's airport. like, oh, we need to be early. But then all of a sudden, we're not early somehow. And then I'm and like, we're flying to Mexico. Got all my bags and, and my zip. show up. <laughs> and we were early, actually. Because we were really we were, early. We were really early. And we were the only people in the airport. And we show up to like the gate, like the baggage check thing. And the lady's like, what flight are you checking into? You're like, I just want to be proactive because I'm now a resident of Canada. And <laughs> I would like to go to Mexico. Ticket. She's like, well, the, we're not open for another 20 minutes you're like oh, okay cool and so then we go and we sit down and i'm like oh my god so they f- the light finally goes on and we're over there first thing and they're like ma'am do you have an esta waiver i'm like i, I don't, don't need, need one. one is what i said and she's like looks at me and she's like 
you need one. And you're like, no, I don't. I'm traveling as a resident. I just got my residency. I'm a Canadian resident, and I'm traveling as a resident. And she was like, I understand, ma'am, but it looks <laughs> you're like gonna you're going to need traveling. to go over that computer over there. <laughs> you're traveling to the States, and you're going to need an ESTA waiver. And you're like, I'm like no, I'm oh not. I'm going God. to Mexico as a resident of Canada. And she looked at you and was like, if you don't go now... You're gonna not get it because again, it takes this long. She was already you, looking at other flights for me. Like yeah, she was like the next backing day. up all your options. She's like, if it doesn't work, like honestly, you're gonna have to come back tomorrow. Eight a.m. Remember, put yeah. You on this flight, blah 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 yeah. blah. And I'm, I'm like, sweating. Okay, so I'm sweating <laughs> because I don't need an ESTA waiver. I don't need any of this shit. So we're Kelsey's gonna go on without me. Oh no, we moseyed all the way back to the little computer that she talks about, and we're all just standing there, and she's typing in, and she's not even like focused on her typing because she wants to Google and call at the same time because she doesn't believe anyone. So I'm like, can you just stay focused? Like, get it, and then maybe call them. You know what I mean? But you were just doing so many things because you were like, I just don't understand how this could happen. And you start freaking out. And I'm like, I also don't understand how this could happen because we talked about it last night. <laughs> and you said, I don't need one. Oh, I still don't think I need one. I'm just going to apply for one every day, just even when I'm not No. <laughs> Anyways, we get up there. It's not happening. It's not happening. She's applied, but it could take 24 to 48 hours. So it's not definitely not happening ever. She's refreshing every because at this point they're putting Kelsey on the flight and they're rearranging things for me. They were not putting me on the flight, but they gave me the option. They're like, you can go to because it wasn't my problem. I had to go or I wasn't getting a free rescheduled yeah. flight. So here I am going to Mexico by myself. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, for God's sake, I just let her come with me. And so I'm standing there refreshing as they're like printing Kelsey's stuff. And then right yeah, at the last minute, and at this going. point, boarding is happening too. Like, they're, they're like boarding. Yeah. Basically. They, they're like, and they're last typing call. in all their little things, and we're just going through baggage check and we're running through security. And they're like telling Kelsey that she's gonna have to run or whatever. And then I'm I like, like, run where? As I, as they're like giving her just her stuff, I refresh and miracle, I swear, the visa gods are on my side for those Esther things. And it's because I aggressively call them the second after I apply. I'm sure of it. And so all of a sudden I refresh it and I go, approved! like shoved it in her face. And she already kind of knew. Like she was like, she, it was like she had her fingers on her keyboard yeah. ready for the moment. It's so weird like, though because her I have system applied... closes, right? Like she can't baggage check yeah. anyone after. So and like it... her system was like two minutes from closing. She's like, ma'am, you have about one minute. And then <laughs> and all like, of a sudden you did and she started typing like so I frantically and I was like, holy you have to go faster. And then she like shoves our paperwork to, to us and then we start bolting through the airport. We pretty much run onto every plane that we've got on together. Yeah. Um, yeah, long story short, that is the visa scenario whenever it happens for me. Kelsey and I are always running on planes. One time they chased me on there. No, they, we, we, we <laughs> You ditched up... me for the better seats. Sorry, <laughs> that wasn't anything to do with that. You ditched me and then you didn't invite me up there even though there were spare seats for your whole flight. That wasn't the same flight, That was dog. mean. That was not the same flight. I don't care. That was smart. <laughs> Um, you left me down the back, the back seat that doesn't recline next to the, the toilet. toilet with this like six foot five man. It yeah. was so awesome, and I had this whole row to myself. She came and visited me. In, in... I didn't. Oh, no, okay. I didn't. I waited. I saw you when we landed in Calgary, and you're like, "How's your flight?" I was like, "I had." She the had whole like the whole row. thing sleeping and didn't invite me up there with her. I'm like, "You're so you're like." Cool. I had an eight hour conversation with a cowboy. And I was like, <laughs> Good for you, doll. <laughs> yeah, he wouldn't let me let up. He wouldn't let me put the headphones on. You guys had a great time. We did. We were sm slamming tomato juices. Oh, yummy. Um, yeah, but we get uh, chased onto planes. We arrive really early to airports. It is just fun and games. And I am looking forward to the next time we travel, which will be on probably a flight to Australia or something like that. And I'm a resident now, so we'll see what happens. <laughs> we will see what happens. 
Sweet, doll. I, no, 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 no. I want to ask you a question because it's been burning in my oh, mind I have for some questions. at least 15 minutes. I have some questions for you, too. You go first. Ladies um, first. Would you highly recommend using an immigration lawyer, even with the fee? Or would you recommend that people actually try to do it themselves first? Like, what would your... After going through If you have time, if time is on your side, and I'm talking a year and a half, try it yourself. Because the lawyer was... 10 grand ish um and so if you want to avoid that make sure you don't like wait um but if you are i would say anywhere a year or under get In the a time one. crunch or not good at paperwork yeah we just get someone to do it yeah agreed um what for you was the most stressful part about sponsoring me we're done no, because I was your last resort. And I didn't... I was, doll. And it was like, if I don't do this, then you actually go. So there was... Mm-hmm. Not like you put a 100-pound block of pressure on me, but it was a lot of pressure. It and was. not necessarily from you, but kind of from, like, the whole situation about, you know, dating and then early dating and then this is happening and then this is happening and now this is also happening and we're actually not allowed to be done, but I need you to, like, bend over backwards for me and sign away your life and sponsor me mm-hmm. into this country and... I'm young and you know in love dating very early on and I'm like yeah okay cool and then all of a sudden it hits you like fucking brick and you're like I just did that Mm -hmm. and like it's good but it is a lot of pressure it is and I think it creates too like you know not that we have had many or huge or big arguments or anything but in you know the beginning when you're sort of learning about each other and figuring things out it's like a little sort of argument or blow up could happen and then all of a sudden you've got this huge on top of you, sponsorship and like, yeah, and you thing. still want me to sign my life away for you so that you don't have to go back to yeah, like it, It's like, what do, you, what do you want from me? Like, you yeah. want me to do this for you, but what are you doing for me? Yeah, and I not just, that it was like a give and take kind of thing, but the amount that I was giving was so exponential yeah. in like actual life value. Like, your whole life depended on whether I signed that mm-hmm. piece of paper or not. Well, I wasn't going to die if you didn't. No, no, no. But it was like, <laughs> the way that you sounded, it was like, my whole life is here. And I'm well, yeah, it was a big decision. And I was just like, oh, God, I have to do it. Like, it wasn't a, do you want to do it and you not want to do it? Or we can figure it out. It was like, this is our last option. Yeah. This is the only thing of keeping me where I want to mm-hmm. be. You had a company. You had all these things that you didn't want to leave. And it was like, can you think maybe you could do it for me, sweetie? Yeah. And I was like, ugh. <laughs> so that part. Was stressful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, would you... Uh, yes, I would agree. It was stressful. Okay. Um, what is your biggest fear? And maybe you don't have it anymore, but like in the past or maybe you have it still. Biggest fear while crossing the border. So two-part oh. question, like in, like when you're in the car mm-hmm. at the red lights and people are going ahead of you and we're crossing into yeah. America in a car, your biggest fear then and then also your biggest fear anytime you get on an airplane because I know that you're like, I'm not getting it anywhere. Yeah, I think my biggest fear comes from other people's stories that I've heard and not people that I've, like, read about online, but people that I've met, like... Uh, like, I st- distinctly remember a few people that I've met at, like, bars and things like that, and they're telling me these stories about how, like, their girlfriend was coming over, back over to see them, and then the person at the border just decided that they weren't coming in and, you know, go turn them around and off they went. So, like, my biggest fear is, like, just getting someone so, I guess, like, unfair or maybe doesn't understand or is new or, like, whatever. Having a bad day. Yeah, like, or having a bad day. Like, you can't really do much. And then all of a sudden, you they, they have this power that can just, like, turn you around. Uh, like border patrol. Yeah, like, that part is the most scary for me. Cool. 
And probably for land too, like yeah, the idea of like being stuck in a country that you're not supposed to be in and buying a plane ticket isn't actually all that terrifying. It's more so just like those people. Yeah, well, I know people and it's that awkward, have... right? Too because I'm guessing if it goes bad, you don't just like get on the next flight. And well, I know people have that like... have got like banned, like unfairly, you know, told that actually you can't come in, and then they get banned for a certain amount of time from like any travel or e- ever entering back into that country and things like that. And it's like maybe they found some weird criminal thing that this person had done when they were 18, and then all of a sudden they're using it as like you know something here. And I just what heard. What crime have you done when you're 18? That you no, I, I, I don't have that fear. I guess it's just like I've heard these stories that is like, God, that's terrifying that that can happen to somebody. And like it just turns their also, whole life Also, the airport around. is just like not a good place. Or like even being held up in the, mm-hmm. not the border inland. It's like, it's not, they don't put you in like a pretty room and like give you something to yeah. eat. It's like they're questioning. Yeah. And I know a lot of people that are also in this horrible holding zone of like trying to get status and trying to stay places and trying to you know, get somewhere different immigration wise. And they're just like running into barrier after barrier. And so it's just like the whole thing is just like, they create this confusion that the general person can't understand it, but you also like scared of it a little bit, which I think is exactly where they want it's it like to an be. It's intimidation factor. Yeah. Because they don't want anyone to just. Yeah. Walk be all walking them. all over the system. Yeah. Um, when it comes to our children, what do you think they will do? Do you want them to be dual citizens? I have no idea. Oh, <laughs> I think it would be cute if they were dual. Dual. Um, I think we're probably going to have to figure that out when the time comes. I don't know what the benefit is. Like, yeah. I mean, if it gives a benefit or not, I have no idea. Can we get it? Can we, where will we live? Mm-hmm. I have, like, who knows? Yeah. I have no idea. So, okay. thank you for the question. However, I'm just not <laughs> overly concerned about that. <laughs> I'd like them to be dual citizens. Dual. Dual citizens. They'll have um, little earrings. My, my last question for yeah. the doll. Are you ever going to make sure that you have all the right paper? <laughs> I'm trying. I promise I try. I do my best. Maybe. I know, but like, just make sure. I'm tr- really trying. My passport is about to expire. And so that's a fun thing. While you're living across the other side of the world to renew your passport, you have to fly somewhere to get it fixed. Oh, yeah, because there's not an Australian there's embassy everywhere. There's not an everywhere. Australian embassy, the city where Consulate I am in. And so that's a fun thing right now is trying to figure out, okay, can we go on a Your trip? Your passport expires in like four months. Yeah, so can you go on a trip? Anyway, so we're crossing that bridge now and I'm just dotting my I's and crossing my T's to try and have all the documents. But yes, I will. Just please try. I'm really doing hard. my best. I really promise. Um, how long before a flight do you like to arrive? Um, if it's an international flight, three hours <laughs> and if i get there with the two hours and 45 minutes or two hours and 40 minutes then i feel great about that yeah um, if i'm flying somewhere in canada two is fine maybe even one yeah you're so cute the most minimal and i'm definitely not the person that stands up when the plane lands i feel like we can just end it on that if you were that person that as soon as the plane lands you stand up we probably don't want you listening <laughs> and like, we're done where are you going <laughs> no we're I'm done you just the... burned the shit out of that person <laughs> i know i love that um yeah we're always the last people on like they'll say calling group one two three blah blah in order and it's like i'm group two what about that one time that we fell asleep in the line no we're not going there. <laughs> <laughs> people were stepping over us to board the plane and we were asleep wasted we were drunk <laughs> anyway on we New Year's Eve in Portugal. love you guys that was a fun episode honey i promise to have all my documents in a row and thank you so much for sponsoring me and saving my life
Once again, we love you guys so much. We appreciate you for tuning in and supporting us. If you like what you heard here and you want more of this laughter, subscribe to this podcast. In the meantime, don't forget to head over to Instagram at Kelsey and Lucy. Check us out. Show us some love. Send a DM because we cannot wait to connect with you. All right. Bye-bye.